وَاسْتَبَقَ الْبَابِ And they both raced to the door. اِسْتَبَقَ They both raced. سِينْ بَقَبْ سَبَقَ is to get ahead. اِسْتَبَقَ is to race. Because in a race, what's going on? Both people are trying to get ahead of one another. So basically, when she called him, Yusuf a.s. said, uh, uh, no, and he wanted to get out of that situation, so he went towards the door. But as he raced to the door, she followed him. Can you imagine? How difficult it must have been for Yusuf a.s. He raced to the door and she followed him and she grabbed him and he still didn't stop. He still ran. And in that process what happened? وَقَدَّتْ And she tore قَمِيصَهُ His shirt مِنْ دُبُرٍ From the back. Because she caught hold of him. He didn't stop there. He still ran. And when he ran, because she was holding his shirt, what happened? The shirt got ripped as he moved forward. وَقَدَّتْ قَمِيصَهُ مِنْ دُبُرٍ وَأَلْفَيَا And they both found Sayyidaha, her Sayyid, her master meaning her husband, Ladalbab near the door. They both found her husband by the door. He was right there. Alfaya is from Lam Fawaw and it is to find someone or something unexpectedly. You weren't looking for them, you just find them unexpectedly. She locked all the doors and made sure that nobody was home. And what happened? They both found her husband by the door. Now she was in love with him, so-called love. What happened? Qalat, she said, مَا جَزَاءُ What should be the punishment of man arada bi ahlika su'an? Of the one who intends with your family evil. Look at him. She's saying basically, look at Yusuf. He's trying to do something evil with me. He's trying to do something wrong with me. Basically, she's accusing Yusuf of sexually harassing her. She says, مَا جَزَاءُ مَنْ أَرَادَ بِأَهْلِكَ سُوءًا إِلَّا except أَنْ يُسْجَنَ That he should be imprisoned from sijin. Sijin is prison. أَوْ عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ Or a painful punishment. This was her so-called love. Was it love? Was it love? If it was love, would she accuse him like this? Would she be angry like this? No. Because true love, genuine love, that makes you generous and forgiving. But lust is what? It's your selfish desire. It's a person's selfish desire. That doesn't make them generous. That doesn't make them forgiving. That makes them selfish. And if they are refused, they get angry. And when they get angry, they want to take revenge. They want to take revenge. So she also tried to take revenge because he refused her. And it was very upsetting for her that he refused her. So she blamed him. What does this teach us? That many times people will try to tempt you in the name of love. They will tell you, um, you're very different and can't stop thinking about you. And you know, like subtle messages here and there. And you're like, oh, I'm blushing. Oh, it's so awkward. Astaghfirullah. But, you know, it happens. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. You all go to school, university, work, and you come across people from whom you get this kind of awkward vibe. And you also hear such inappropriate words or messages, you know, that are hidden or that are slipped through in different ways. People try to lure you in the name of love, but remember it is their sexual lust. 
it is their sexual lust. They don't necessarily love you for the person you are. They just want to satisfy their own desire through you. Assalamu alaikum. I remember once Yasir Khadi, he was addressing a group of ladies after one of the Al-Maghrib classes and one sister had a question for him about somebody who was so interested in her and but wanted to keep it such a secret. And mashallah, Yasir Khadi, he addressed all the ladies and he said, my sisters, men are like wolves, so be careful. Coming from a man kind of makes sense. I remember as... Um, As children, I grew up in Pakistan and um, there are a lot of flies over there. Okay, A lot of flies. Do you see flies over here these days? Okay, so multiply that by maybe 10 times in certain places. In Pakistan, so a lot of flies. So, you know, whenever my mom would tell us, don't sit so close to a man or, you know, be careful about whom you shake hands with. We were young, little, but still she had to protect us because over there, I mean, you interact with so many men, especially when they're in the house also as servants or as workers. You know, we had very, very strict rules. Very strict rules. And we couldn't understand. And one day, she said, men are like flies. What does that mean? You know what flies do? They go where there is something to get. There's some food. They will just go, enjoy it, and move on. They will go, enjoy it, and move on. You want to protect yourself. You're not an object of enjoyment that people come and they look at you or they're talking to you and they are touching you and they are thinking about you in a filthy way. You don't want to be that object. Never. And you need to protect yourself. Just as you protect yourself from such creatures, you need to protect yourself from the looks of others also. How do you know when a guy does like you? Or has those kind of creepy feelings? Not creepy, but natural man feelings towards you. Any idea? Anyone would like to explain? Come on. I think it's quite obvious. When someone's trying to be like extra talkative towards you, you know that you want to put your guard on. When they're asking you repeatedly for your phone number, all of a sudden they're following you on Twitter, and all of a sudden they're also on your Facebook, and they're liking everything that you write, there's got to be something going on. I guess it depends on the age group, but like if they're at a reasonable age group, they would probably approach your dad or a willy. But it's not even just the age group. It could be men. It could be big men. It could be boys as young as 13, 14 even could be very young, could be old. You need to protect yourself. Inshallah, in Surah Al-Ahzab also we learn about what kind of distance to maintain. I'm sure you guys watch TV and you see how people talk to each other when they're interested. Don't you know? Don't you see that all the time? Don't you see that at school? Don't you see that at work? How someone's getting like overly talkative and hyper and excited and very happy around someone and as soon as they come in they get like super conscious. Come on. It's quite obvious. And why should it get to that stage anyway? Protect yourself from before. I was listening to this lecture by Sheikh Hamza Yusuf and um, he was talking about, you know, like being able to, you know, say no and 
you know, protect yourself. And he was talking about one of his teachers who was um, at this, you know, really important meeting thing with, like, the UN, and, like, there were, like, people from all over, and they had to go around and shake hands with, like, the other people from other countries. And so at that time, you know, he was really, like, I don't know what to do, and he was sh- there were women as well. So he was shaking, and then there was this one woman, and she was from Chechnya, and she was a Muslim woman. And um, at that time, when he put his hand out, and she was like, no, I'm not going to. And at that time, that was like a shock for him, because, you know, he felt like he couldn't do it, and this woman did. And so, basically, you know, you should be able to say no and protect yourself. I think one of the ways to protect yourself is kind of protect yourself by looking at the friends around you too because or the workers or employees and how they react with guys and men and stuff like that because at my work actually a couple of last week I had a very bad encounter with a couple of my uh, girl colleagues where they were like two older men who we have meetings with and they're like oh he's married but he's mine and I'm like whoa what <laughs> I was just shocked and I'm like okay you just stay away from me because I don't want your influence on me and stuff That's very true, that you'll find people who are much older, but they're going out with people who are much younger than them. So it's not, the age difference doesn't really matter much. I mean, think about the age difference between Yusuf and this woman. You have to protect yourself from every non-mahram man. Doesn't matter if they're your brother-in-law, doesn't matter if they're your cousin, you've grown up together. If they're your non-mahram, they're your non-mahram. They are human beings. They are weak. And it doesn't mean they're filthy. It just means they're human beings. It's natural for them. I mean, come on. If you're hungry and there's food in front of you, are you not going to look at it again and again? Aren't you going to look at it again and again? You are going to because you want it. So as people grow older, in addition to desire for food, they also have other desires. And if there's an opportunity, they want to fulfill it. So you have to protect yourself. And we see that Yusuf a.s. he ran. He got out of that situation. And this is something we need to do also. If you feel uncomfortable somewhere, you get that sense that this is not going right, get out of that situation. Go away. Walk out of it. Delete that person's contact. Block them on you know, Facebook, whatever. Do something. Get away from them. Let your parents know. You know, your maybe sibling. Get their help. Your mother's help. Your father's help. You know, trust them. And they will protect you. But it's very important that you don't get trapped by other people in the name of their love towards you. No, it's a trap. I mean, think about it. If Yusuf actually responded, then what would happen? Think about how, what kind of a life he'd be living. A double life. First of all, a slave and then not having this kind of freedom. And that abuse, that abuse, that blackmail. If you don't do this, we'll let the secret out. I'll tell other people about it. You better listen to me. Because this is what people do. They abuse others in the name of love and trap them in the sin. So just run. Refuse from the very beginning. Refuse from the very beginning. So... Yusuf he ran, she ran after him. They both found the man, the husband at the door. She accused him. And Yusuf what did he do? 
He didn't stand silent. He defended himself. Qala, he said, Hiya, she rawadatni an nafsi. She is the one who sought to seduce me. I didn't do this. She tried to seduce me. Washahida shahidum min ahliha. And a witness from her family testified, In if kana it was qamisuhu his shirt, quddam in qubulin, if it is ripped from the front, فَصَدَقَتْ Then she is truthful. وَهُوَ مِنَ الْكَاذِبِينَ And he is of the liars. Because you see, who is actually right over here? Because both of them are blaming one another. Right? And if you're ever in this situation where two people are blaming one another and no third person has seen them, there's no eyewitness, then what do you need? Circumstantial evidence. Right? So a person from her family, meaning the family of the woman, he said that if his shirt is torn from the front, then that means that she is truthful and he is lying. Meaning that he is the one who tried to harm her and she protected herself. وَإِن كَانَ قَمِيصُهُ قُدَّ مِن دُبُرٍ But if his shirt is torn from the back, فَكَذَبَتْ Then she is lying. وَهُوَ مِنَ الصَّادِقِينَ And he is from the truthful. Now how is this a circumstantial evidence? It's very logical. Because think about it. If he is approaching her, then she is trying to defend herself. And to avoid him, she's pushing him away. And in that process, the shirt gets torn from the front. But if he is trying to run away from her, and she stops him, then his shirt is going to be ripped from where? From the back. So this was circumstantial evidence. Now what happened? Shirt got ripped. And sometimes we get very upset. Oh my bag got ripped, my shirt got ripped, oh this happened, that happened. But you know what? It's actually working in your favor. The other day somebody was telling me about how they got a rental car and their GPS was not giving them the right directions. So they basically got to the airport very late and instead of just leaving the car, they wanted to go and complain at the desk about the GPS. So they went, complained about the GPS, got all the paperwork done and then finally after a week later when they got the charge, they saw that they were double charged for the entire car rental. And they're like, what happened over here? So they called them up and they said, you know, this is a mistake on your part. And they're like, do you have any proof? Do you have any proof that you actually rented the car for only a day and this was how much the cost was supposed to be? And she's like, yes, actually, I do have paperwork. And how did she get that paperwork? When she went to complain about the GPS. And she would not have gone to complain about the GPS if the GPS was not giving her trouble. And if she didn't have any paperwork, she would have lost hundreds of dollars. So you see, sometimes we get upset. Why is this happening? Why is that happening? But it's actually working in your favor. Now the shirt got ripped, but that actually saved Yusuf So what happened? فَلَمَّا then when رَأَى he saw قَمِيصَهُ his shirt قُدَّ مِن دُبُنٍ that it was ripped from the back. قَالَ he said, meaning the husband, the master, Aziz Misr, he said, إِنَّهُ مِن كَيْدِكُنْ This is from your plot. Your plot meaning you women. إِنَّ كَيْدَكُنَّ عَظِيمٌ Indeed, your kaid, your plot is indeed very great. That strong men become helpless before you and lose their senses. If you trap a man, it's very difficult for him to escape. Very, very difficult for him to escape. So your plot is very great. Yusufu a'rid an hadha. Then he said, Oh Yusuf, turn away from this. Meaning ignore it. Ignore this. Whatever has happened, has happened. Don't dwell over it, just ignore it. Just pretend as if it never happened. And he said to his wife, 
the Aziz Misr, he said, And you seek forgiveness for your mistake. Meaning, you apologize to Yusuf. Because, إِنَّكِ كُنْتِ مِنَ الْخَاطِئِينَ Indeed, you are of the sinful, meaning you are at fault. It is your fault. Now, Aziz Misr, he realized the truth of Yusuf alayhi statement. And he basically asked him to pass over this whole incident in silence and also asked her to apologize to Yusuf. Why? Why should he just tell Yusuf to ignore it? Shouldn't Yusuf be given justice over here? What could have happened at this point? If, if he decided to separate the two, he would have to send Yusuf away. How? By selling him, by sending him away elsewhere. But he didn't want to lose Yusuf At the same time, if he sent his wife away, divorced her, whatever, then the whole news would spread. And that would be more difficult for him to deal with. Yes, and it would give Yusuf a very suspicious reputation. So he didn't want this news to spread basically. So he told his wife, apologize. And he told Yusuf just ignore it. We'll pretend as if this never happened. But you see, these kind of things, how long can they remain hidden for? Can they remain hidden for very long? No. So what happened? وَقَالَ نِسْوَةٌ فِي الْمَدِينَةِ The women in the city, they said, إِمْرَأَةُ الْعَزِيزِ The wife of Aziz, تُرَاوِدُ فَتَاهَا She is seeking to seduce her fata. Fata is young boy. Meaning she's trying to seduce her slave, an-nafsi, from himself. Meaning she's trying to have relations with him. قَدْ شَغَفَهَا حُبَّا Certainly, he has impassioned her with love. شَغَفَ From sheen غَيْن فَا شَغَفَ حُبَّا Basically, shagafa is the inner part of the heart. So when something penetrates into the heart and just settles there, that is shagaf. So shagafaha hubba, he has covered her with love, meaning she is infatuated with him. She's fallen in love with him. She cannot resist him. قَدْ شَغَفَهَا hubba. And they said, إِنَّا لَنَرَاهَا فِي ضَلَالٍ مُبِينٍ Indeed, we see her in a clear error. I mean, she's crazy. She's fallen in love with her slave. So this talk is going on. Now, women are talking, not men. Do you notice this? Niswatun. Why? Because these women were who? Of the elite class, who had plenty of time, plenty of riches, plenty of you know, tea parties, whatever. And when people are free, what do they like to do? Gossip. Right? Gossip. And if they've got nothing interesting going on in their own lives, then they have to gossip about celebrities. Right? They have to be concerned about the lives of other people. And they have to talk about it. And that's what they were doing. And many times this is what we're interested about. I mean, think about the typical conversations that girls have. I think she's got a crush on him. I think he likes me. I think he likes her. This is what young people are talking about. And has it ever happened with you that some girls, they're just obsessed, obsessed with boys, talking about boys? From like grade 6 onwards, or maybe grade 4 even? They're so conscious about who they're sitting next to, and who they're talking to. And the guys, they're just playing their football, or they're just playing their basketball. And the girls are going, ah, oh, and ee, and talking about them, and dreaming about them, and getting excited over their name even. These conversations don't befit decent girls. Really, they don't. They don't. You know one thing that can help you? 
always, whenever such feelings come, or people, you know, people ask you, so do you like anybody? And if four of your friends, they're talking about guys whom they like, and you feel like the odd one who doesn't have feelings for any guy, then you have to make something up just to fit in. How you protect yourself in these situations, always think about it. What kind of a husband do I want? What kind of a husband do I want? When I do get married, inshallah, what kind of a husband do I want? Someone who's had affairs with other girls? Would you like that? Honestly, tell me. Would you like a guy who's had like three girlfriends? Would you like that? Or even one? Even if he's got a beard and he goes to the masjid, and sometimes he gives a khutbah also at the school, and would you ever like that? That he used to like someone... And he was actually, you know, talking to her also and everything. Would you like such a person for yourself? Tell me, honestly. Or you don't care? You don't care? Or do you care? Do you care or you don't care? Do you? Tell me. Answer. Your mom is not watching you, you're facing me. Okay? So, what kind of a guy would you like for yourself? Someone who's pure. So you keep yourself pure for your husband too. Alright? Keep yourself pure. Because you get who you are. You get what you are. Because Al-Khabisat Lil-Khabisin. Wat-Tayyibun Lil-Tayyibat. Impure women are for impure men. And pure men are for pure women. Pure, pure go together. Impure, impure go together. So if you want a pure person, you better keep yourself pure also. Obviously, if someone has done something in ignorance, that is different because tawbah eradicates what was before. But once a person knows, then they better protect themselves. Now when she, the wife of Aziz, when she heard about their makr, their plot, why is this called a plot? This gossip, why is it called a plot? Why were they gossiping? Why were they saying that, oh, she's fallen in love with him and she's just crazy to do that? Why were they talking about this? Because they wanted to see who this Yusuf is. Who is this guy? What does he look like? What's so special about him? And many times this happens that people will talk about others just to get more information out. So when she heard about their plot, she made a plot also. أَرْسَلَتْ إِلَيْهِنَّ She sent for them, meaning she invited them. وَأَعْتَدَتْ لَهُنَّ مُتَّكَأَ And she prepared for them a muttaka. What is muttaka? Muttaka is from waw kaf hamza, which means to recline. And muttaka is a banquet. A gathering of couches, where everybody's sitting, relaxing, sipping on tea, having fun, having casual conversations, chilling basically. So she prepared a muttaka for them. And وَآتَتْ she gave كُلَّ وَاحِدَةٍ مِّنْهُنْ Every single one of those women, she gave them سِكِّينًا A knife. She handed each woman a knife. And obviously a knife because they needed to cut something. And this shows that back then, thousands of years ago, people used knives. Right? So if you're using a knife and a fork to eat, okay, nice, but don't think you're like really, really cool. So she was, she gave each one of them a knife. وَقَالَتْ And then she said, أُخْرُجْ عَلَيْهِنْ Come out on them. She had him come out before all those women. فَلَمَّا رَأَيْنَهُ Then when they saw him, 
أَكْبَرْنَهُ They greatly admired him. أَكْبَرْنَ is to find something great, to be in awe of something. They were like, wow. You know, like they're like, wow. They were just shocked when they saw Yusuf a.s. Because Yusuf a.s., he was extremely good looking. Extremely good looking. So they were shocked by his beauty, by his looks. But at the same time, his personality was also that shone through, that was very attractive. Because it's not just the looks that are beautiful, it's also the person, who they are, that you can see through the eyes that attract you. So, akbarnahu. And in that shock, their knives, they just slipped, وَقَطَّعْنَا أَيْدِيَهُنَ And they all cut their hands. Not that they cut all their fingers, but that the knife just slipped from their hand. And you know, it's like when you're cutting something and all of a sudden you get startled, you don't realize where your hand is going. And they cut their hands. وَقُلْنَا And they said, حَاشَ لِلَّهِ Perfect is Allah. مَا هَذَا بَشْرَةً This is not a man. إِنْ هَذَا إِلَّا مَلَكٌ كَرِيمٌ This has got to be a noble angel. He's not a human being, he's an angel. Now, حَاشَ لِلَّهِ This is basically an expression which means perfect is Allah. Allah is perfect. Why did they say this? Because they were amazed at the beauty of Yusuf a.s. The Prophet ﷺ said about Yusuf a.s. that he was given half of all beauty. He was given half of all beauty. Think about all the beautiful, gorgeous people that you've ever seen in your life. Yusuf a.s. was more beautiful than them. He was given half of all beauty. قَالَتْ She said, now she addressed her friends and she said, فَذَلِكُنْ So that is, الَّذِي That which, لُمْتُنَّنِي فِي You were blaming me about. You're saying I'm crazy? You're crazy. You cut your hands when you saw him. And you blame me? I live with this guy and you think I'm not going to be attracted towards him? وَلَقَدْ رَوَتْتُهُ عَنْ نَفْسِي Yes, I certainly sought to seduce him. فَاسْتَعْصَمْ But he firmly refused. Isti'usam is to guard oneself, to resist her temptation. He's refused. وَلَإِلَّمْ يَفْعَلْ مَا أَمُرُهُ And if he does not do what I tell him, لَيُسْجَنَنَّ He's going to be imprisoned. وَلَيَكُونَ مِنَ الصَّاغِرِينَ And he will be of those who are debased. What kind of love is this? This is selfish. She just wants to use him. And Yusuf a.s. He's protecting himself by refusing her. What did he say? Qala he said, Rabbi my Lord, asijnu the prison, ahabbu ilayya. It is more beloved to me. Mimma yad'oonani ilay than that which they call me to. Oh my Lord, I'd rather go to prison. I don't want to fall in this trap. Wa illa tasrif anni. And if you don't turn away from me, kaidahunna their plot, asbu ilayhinna, I will incline towards them. Asbu is from sad ba well. And subu is to incline towards something. Sabi is from the same root, which is a child. And a child is someone whom everyone is inclined towards. He said, I will incline towards them. I'm weak. I'm a human being. How long can I protect myself? How long can I fight? And I will be of those who are ignorant. Ya Allah, you protect me. Because now the fitna had multiplied. Before it was one woman. Now it was all the women who were after him. Just think about it. All the women were after him. Think about the pressure. He's all alone. He's got no family to go to. In an ocean, he's basically surviving on his own. But he's afraid of his Lord. And he says, Ya Allah, I'd rather go to prison. 
So فَاسْتَجَابَ لَهُ رَبُّهُ His Lord responded to him فَصَرَفَ عَنْهُ كَيْدَهُنْ And he removed from him their plot. إِنَّهُ هُوَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمُ Indeed, he's hearing and knowing. He protected him. How? That he sent him to prison. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved him from the plot of those women. How? By sending him to prison. That ثُمَّ بَدَى لَهُمْ Then it became apparent to them who the people. So for example, Aziz Misr. He understood. مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا رَأَوُوا الْآيَاتِ After they saw the signs that لَيَسْجُنُنَّهُ حَتَّى حِينَ That they should put him in prison for a time. Because basically it became clear to Aziz and his men that Yusuf was innocent and these women were not going to leave him. They were not going to leave him. So it was better for Yusuf to be away from them. And it was better for these women also to be away from Yusuf. That they should be separated because how long could Yusuf fight? So they realized that it was better to put Yusuf in prison where he's separated from these women. Nobody can see him. And after some time, after Ahin, when he comes out, hopefully the women should be over this phase. Was it Yusuf fault? No. But he was still suffering. And it happens. It's not your fault. But you suffer because of other people. Because of them. But don't think that that suffering is going to be forever. It's just temporary. It's just for some time. Relief will come. You know like when you go in a tunnel? When you go in a tunnel, we went to New York recently and we were going through the Lincoln Tunnel. So long, once you're in there for the first time, you think you're never going to get out, especially when there's so much traffic. But then what happens? Keep going, keep going, gets darker and it's difficult to breathe. It feels like you're going to get suffocated. You can smell all the smoke. But then what happens eventually? Eventually what happens? There is relief. So just keep looking at the end of the tunnel. Recitation. وَاسْتَبَقَ الْبَابَ وَقَدَّتْ قَمِيصَهُ مِن دُبُرٍ وَأَلْفَيَا سَيِّدَهَا لَدَى الْبَابِ قَالَتْ مَا جَزَاءُ مَنْ أَرَادَ بِأَهْلِكَ سُوءًا إِلَّا أَنْ يُسْجَنَ أَوْ عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ قَالَ هِيَ رَاوَدَتْنِي عَنْ نَفْسِي وَشَهِدَ شَاهِدٌ مِنْ أَهْلِهَا كان قميصه قد من قبل فصدقت وهو من الكاذبين وإن كان قميصه قد من دبر فكذبت وهو من الصادقين فَلَمَّا رَأَى قَمِيصَهُ قُدَّ مِن دُبُرٍ قَالَ إِنَّهُ مِن كَيْدِكُنَّ إِنَّ كَيْدَكُنَّ عَظِيمٌ يُوسُفُ أَعْرِضْ عَنْ هَذَا وَاسْتَغْفِرِي لِذَنْبِكِ إِنَّكِ كُنْتِ مِنَ الْخَاطِئِينَ وَقَالَ نِسْوَةٌ فِي الْمَدِينَةِ امْرَأَةُ الْعَزِيزِ تُرَاوِدُ فَتَاهَا عَنْ نَفْسِهِ قَدْ شَغَفَهَا حُبَّا 